Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There's stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's promo time. This week's promo is by Varmints. One some of you may know, but if you don't, it's one of the best pods going. If you want to learn, I mean really learn, about animals of all kinds, then this is the one for you. Paul and Don are amazing. If you listen, you will love it, and then you will tell everyone you know, and they will love it also. Take it away! Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> Engage intro voice. Seriously. Hollywood spends all this money on special effects, but can't spare one dollar to teach a decent British or Irish accent. And we're record. Actually, I'm with you on this one. On with the pod, to be sure, to be sure, fiddly Well, hello, my friends. I'm CK, your host. And welcome to a new episode of Mirths and Monsters. I hope you're all happier than someone using a space hopper in an atmosphere with minimal gravitational pull. This week's episode was inspired by Paul Chomo, one of the hosts of the amazing podcast Farments, the promo of which you just heard. This week's subject is... The Chupacabra. What is the chupacabra, I hear you cry? What's the chupacabra, CK? Well, I'm glad you asked. 
Before we continue, let's grab those learning hats. Have you got them? Go get them. I do believe mine is around here somewhere. You would think I'd have it to hand, wouldn't you? But I just seem to gather hats. Hang on. Here we are. Crack that whip. Do 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 do. Whip it good. Oh, wait, no. That's my Devo hat. Up. Oh, here we are. Now, the Chupacabra is a fairly recent addition to the realm of cryptids. Very recent. 1995, in fact. Even I was still quite old then. However, some do say that it goes back to 1975 and a small Dominican Republic town called Mocha, or Mocha. Now, this is Mocha, spelt M-O-C-A, by the way, not Mocha, for you coffee addicts out there. What happened was a very large bucket load of animals, around 150, had their lives taken. And also their blood. Pretty grim, I know. At the time, a lot of folk thought this was the actions of a satanic cult. But later it was regarded as the work of El Vampiro de Mocha, the vampire of Mocha. Now that's a count you do not want to see on Sesame Street. One drained sheep. Ah, ah, ah. So what do we think? Satanic cult or vampiric monster? To be fair, you wouldn't want to be stuck in a room with either option particularly, especially if you're a farm animal. The actions do suggest that of a chupacabra though, so let's look into that a bit more. The name Chupacabra can be translated as Goat Sucker. Goat Sucker? That just sounds weird. Anyway, Chupa means to suck and Cabra means goat. The name is attributed to a Puerto Rican comedian called Silverio Perez. So that goes a ways to explaining how the name is a bit less fearsome in translation. How the name came about was due to a spate of animal attacks. They were discovered apparently sucked of all their blood and with puncture wounds on their bodies. Wasn't just goats though. Sheep, chickens, cows, all had fallen to the claws and the sucky bits of the chupacabra. Given the chance, I'm sure they would have tried donkeys or horses and or any rhinos that had gotten very lost. Okay, to paraphrase Sophia from the Golden Girls. Picture it, Puerto Rico, August 1995, the small town of Canovanas. It's late, and Madeline Tolentino is out for a walk. She's taking in the starry sky and the clear Puerto Rican air, when all of a sudden, a terrifying roar fills the night. Peony mother! Cut. Ray, Ray, Ray. Good energy. But you're meant to roar like a chupacabra. A mythical and terrifying beast. I am terrified. Uh, yes, I know you're terrifying. But this is for acting. Oh, acting. Press record, puny model. 
say your line, and then hold on to your pants. Action! That's my line, but okay. Then a terrifying roar fills the night. That was... That was worrying. But thanks, wee lass. I'll be in my trailer. As I watched little Ray Skywalker stalk away, I heard her say, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. Del Toro. Back to Madeline, who stood frozen as a creature emerged from the thick shrubbery, a sheep stuck in its fangs. I made that sheep bit up, but sheep or not, Madeline was now face to snout with the chupacabra. Did she panic? Heck no. This was Madeline Tolentino. You must have heard of Madeline. She could rip phone books apart with her bare feet. She could slap an angry hippo silly and it would say sorry to her. Yes, that Madeline Tolentino. The chupacabra, full from his feast, realised that this was not a fight he was willing to take on. And with a low growl, that was slightly less threatening when he burped at the end of it. But to be fair, he had had a lot of goats in the Kameka Gassi. He moved back into the darkness. Madeline was safe and made her way back home. So what did Madeline say the Chupacabra looked like? There have been a couple of different descriptions, but the one that Madeline and others since have described is treated as the go-to version. The chupacabra, or chupi, as it will now be known as, stands three to four feet high, with thick thighs and red eyes, greyish green skin, scaly, and the coolest part, a row of sharp spines that runs down from the neck to the tail. That is awesome! I mention the thick thighs, because chupi is known to bedoying about like a kangaroo. That's how they get about. Unless they're staggering out of shrubberies on a full belly. Has it just been Puerto Rico that Chuppy was seen? Jings, no. In the relatively short time that this legend has been around, this cryptid gets about. Tales of Chupi chaos have been reported in Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, Brazil, United States, and, of course, the Dominican Republic. Thank you, Wikipedia. Now, these sightings came not long after the first sighting, and this is to be expected, because the same thing happened with Nessie. After the first photograph of Nessie was published back in the 1930s, sightings of Nessie were seen all over the place, including one memorable one at Graceland, the home of Elvis Presley. But that turned out to be Elvis himself during the eat-anything-that-can't-move phase of his career. The jumpsuit was a giveaway. So Chupi was seen in all these countries not long after the first sighting. That's fair enough. However, as recently as late 2018... Chupacabras have been blamed for more animal attacks in Manipur in India. That's over 20 years later, and still, sightings are being reported. Coincidence? Well, according to people who enjoy taking the unexplained and finding sensible reasons for it, yes, probably. 
we like to call these people Chupagozos, loosely translated as joy suckers. One of these Chupagozos is the author Benjamin Radford. His book, Tracking the Chupacabra, came to the conclusion that the eyewitness, Madeline, the phone book ripper, has simply described the alien creature from the film Species that, admittedly, Madeline had just watched. And also, admittedly, the description matched up almost perfectly. Does this mean that the Chupacabra is merely an overactive imagination that then gained traction and continues to do so? Maybe. But this led me to the idea that perhaps the Chupacabra is a tulpa. Now a tulpa, and this is a very brief overview, is something that starts as imaginary but becomes real and independent due to the strength of belief that accumulates over time. For example, the Mothman, that is considered a tulpa, but for regular listeners, we know that the Mothman is actually Barry. Picture your imaginary friend becoming real. That's kind of what a tulpa is. So could this be the case? Has the imagination of many been so powerful as to make real what was once not? If that's the case, that's pretty cool. Gonna spend the rest of the night imagining jelly babies. Yes, I know that they're real, but I don't actually have them here with me. I will mention that chupagozos are actually a good thing to have in the world. There should be those who want to find answers and who want to find out how things are, how they work. It doesn't mean they're right though, does it? We know the chupacabra is real, don't we? Yes. So despite the chupagozos, the legend of the chupacabra carries on. Many say that it's the work of mangy dogs or coyotes with a skin condition. But a scabby dog is quite a leap, a leap that the chupacabra could make to go from a mangy dog to a spine-covered, red-eyed, bedoying, thick-thighed creature who can guzzle down over a hundred animals of an evening. So who knows? Out in the night, in old Puerto Rico, the chupacabra's bouncing around thinking, I could really go a kebab. And there you have it, my friends. Slightly shorter episode this week. That can happen with cryptids who haven't been around as long. There will be more for you soon on the next episode of Mirth and Monsters, though. Just got a couple of things to mention after the music, and then you're free as a bird. Till next time, my friends. Slantia. Your good health. Okie dokie, folkies. I've just got a couple of thank yous to say. I just want to say a couple of massive thank yous to the Ladies of Strange for asking where the Chupacabra was, or for asking what a Chupacabra was, and to the amazing talent of Grace Duncan, whose art accompanies this episode. You can find them both on Twitter, at Ladies of Strange, at Grace Duncan Art. Thank you to Paul for inspiring me for this episode and to the rest of you have a cracking time till I speak to you again if you fancy rating and reviewing the show that would be wonderful 
speak to you soon, my friends. Tata for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.